Alright, we rolling. We rolling. <clears throat> what? Why are you doing that? Okay, okay. In my opinion, that sucks. Turn this down a little bit. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yeah. What up, what up, what up, podcast land? It's the We Talking Playoffs podcast back again for the 2018-19 NBA season. Um, I have Kirsch on the line. Say what's up to the people, Kirsch. What up, what up? Oh, we got to turn you up. Um, Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Um, Crazy, well, not crazy, season ending. Or season, into the season, last season, we kind of predicted that. Um, Everybody had pretty much spot on with the playoff predictions as well. Um. So we just might as well hop right back in to the playoff predictions for this NBA season. Well, first, tell the people what you've been up to, Kirsch. Uh, you know, the usual. Working on music, grinding. What's your website? Bspicecario.com. Cool beans. Um, check that out, people. That's, um, that's an X and not B-Y. It's okay. BeatsXSicario.com. All right. So if you are looking for production, um, hit him up. It's got what you got as far as like it. Well, hit him up. Check out everything on his site. You need movie scores, production for your album. He got it. Uh, playoff predictions. What do you got for the East, Kirsch? Huh? Hold on a second, I have it. Written down somewhere. Um, there we go. In the east, we got Raptors, Celtics, 76ers, Wizards, Bucks, Pacers, Heat. Three, four, five, six, seven, and Pistons. Okay. Okay. Um, I dig that. In the East, I was kind of mirrored to yours, but uh, I got Boston, Toronto, second seed, uh, Philly in the third seed, Indy, no, Milwaukee in the fourth seed, Indy in the fifth seed. Uh, Wizards in the sixth seed, Cavs in the seventh, and Miami in the eighth. That might flip around. Um, what are you looking at as far as like the West Western Conference? The West, I got Warriors, Rockets, Jazz, Thunder, Nuggets, Lakers, Timberwolves, Pelicans. Why do I feel like I left the team? Huh. Golden State right here, what I got on the paper. 
I have Golden State, number one, obviously. Utah, Houston. I feel like they're going to take a step back. Uh, OKC, the fourth seed. Denver, Lakers, Timberwolves, and San Antonio. You you still think San Antonio is gonna make it even with Murray being out for the year? Oh, that is right. I okay, okay. Even with that, like, I have a I just have an eerie feeling with New Orleans for some reason. Like, I've been let down by them before, so it's like I, I don't know. I feel like San Antonio is a safer bet. Pop, he, if, if nothing else, he with what he has now, you know, he's got DeMar, LA's back. They can make something happen. I see I see them making a trade for Powell. Not Powell, but Mark for some reason. But um, I, I can see them him making the playoffs. San Antonio. I just... AD's a, he's a beast. But this, I just, I don't see it for New Orleans this this year. Um, who do you have at your seventh seed in the East? Um, the um, yeah. You say you had the Heat. And then you had Detroit at eight, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. What 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 do you like about Detroit? Um. Well, I like Dwayne Casey as a coach. Oh, they do got Dwayne Casey. That is right. Okay. That is right. I see that. And I feel like with the whole year of Blake Griffin in the East, they're better than what's rest of the left of the rest do you think they're gonna make a trade mm-hmm. possibly but I think they would have to be uh, further ahead in their team development than than expected yeah I could dig that I definitely could dig that um, they got a lot of young pieces yeah you look at their roster real I like I, I, with the with the whole like conventional uh, front court. This is like I don't, I don't know how many games they can win. I mean, they are in the East, but with the with the way that everybody's starting to you know mirror what Golden State's doing, it's like I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, you take you take advantage of Drummond for pretty much the first three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter. You play a smaller lineup with Blake at the five. We utilize Stanley Johnson's versatility. Play him at like a stretch four, so he can lock up whoever, right, and go from there. They got they got some shooters. I don't know that much. Yeah, I can yeah, they're gonna be able to put the ball in the basket. It's whether or not they'll be able to defend and close out games. I think Dwayne Casey's he can he'll get them together. I could I could see that eighth seed happening. I can see that. Huh. 
I could actually see them sneaking up maybe as high as like the the sixth seed. Wow. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have that much foresight yet with that with that roster. Um, I just feel like uh, I feel like Indiana and Miami both overachieved last year, so the chances of them um, taking a step back is high. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they got what they got. To, who they got in the backcourt? Tariq Evans in Indy. Yeah, they're that's what they. Yeah, so they well they got pretty much two combo guards, which Tyreek don't like to shoot. Victor will hit, he will hit an open three. Uh, they just locked they just locked Miles Turner in for a four year deal. What do you think that's gonna do to their their, their roster, as far as their front court? Because last year they like they like to play. Uh, uh, Sabonis and Miles Turner at the same time. What do you think that, that as far as with him getting signed and uh, them showing that they they see the worst in Miles Turner? Do you think they're gonna um, almost split minutes with Sabonis this year? I mean, I think the, they almost had to because. You know, Miles Turner is of value, and it, he's only a couple years in the league. So basically, they're just giving him that second contract, with, which most uh, lottery picks would get. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on him. Like, what does he do? What does he do that's just exceptional? Like, he does a, a lot of things like pretty good. But for like four years, eighty million, like I just don't see him getting that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I, I think that's kind of like the standard extension. Like, mm-hmm. I, I see him like I, I see him kind of in a role of like like a uh, Joachim Noah or like a Al Horford. Like they're not ever going to be like elite, but right. he's not ever going to be the sole reason that you lose. Okay. I think far as like, well, we got Embiid now, but as far as like big men being the the guys you can put the game on his shoulders, like I think them days are over. What do you think? I'd have to uh, think about that. <clears throat> and um, I guess it, it depends on what qualifies as a big man because um, if you're just talking like seven footers, I'd want to throw a unicorn in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about him. I liked him the first couple of years, but they, they, he's a guy that you really have to build around and get uh, specific pieces to uh, go to the next level. They still got a lot to do, but as far as, you know, building that team. But, uh, yeah, they. do you think they have to get up like a – could they get another, like, unicorn-type player and put around KP? Or do they have to get a Husky, 
like a, a bigger, broader player to uh, pair with him. I, I actually think that um, Enos Cancer is like the perfect complement for him. Mm-hmm. He's a scorer around the bucket. He's going to do all the dirty work. He doesn't require a whole lot of shots. If he could just be average defensively, Porzingis makes up for him just being average and playing good team defense. Mm-hmm. I think, um, but I, I don't really see the Knicks re-upping cancer. I think they're going to, um, they're really going to try and develop Mitchell Robinson to play along with Porzingis. And his role is basically going to be developed like a uh, Clint Capella, where it's defensive rebounding and dunks. Yep. That's exactly who I thought. Uh, we had this conversation off air about who I thought he was. Who, who could, uh, well, shit, right now, I mean, he ain't too far off from Clint Capella, really. Yeah, he just needs to um, uh Maybe gain a little bit, of, get a, get a little bit stronger, and uh, and uh, knock off a little bit of the rust from not playing for a whole year. Organized ball, but because, like, far as I remember, I never seen Clint Capella turn over both shoulders and score. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've, se- I've seen him. I've seen him do the, the right hand uh, baby hook. That's it. But you never see him go both shoulders because I mean. Uh, he don't really have to playing with the people that he play with, but if Mitchell Robinson can 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 get that part of his game down at least, being able to turn over both shoulders, hit hit a mid range jumper, he'll be a, a quintessential uh, pick and roll center. And they definitely have some nice pieces up there. I'd be. Uh curious to see what they what they actually are able to pull off next year in free agency hey i, I dialed back my, my my prediction about the knicks being a surprise team um i still think they they're gonna shock the nba this year i just not enough to put them in my predictions i, I, I gotta keep my my credibility <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 to me, I like I, I've maintained. I think they're going to be a tough team to play because they're going to be well coached, but they're going to be so young that they're going to lose a lot of close games and and games that they shouldn't lose. Right. Which that will make them predict higher next year because they'll have that. Uh, They'll be battle that tested. They'll be battle yeah. tested. Plus, they'll have Przingis coming back and whoever they add in the draft and free agency. I think this year is crucial for them to see where they're going to go next year. This year for the Knicks is what last year was for the Lakers. Hmm. I like that. I like that. How you feeling about Brooklyn? I know this is the playoff the playoff uh, show but my mom wanted to have a conversation about Brooklyn I know you are high I think I think the uh, the backcourt of D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be intriguing fun to watch at at, at the least right yes Um, 
I like, I like, I like some of their pieces, man. They got the Rondo. What's his name? Jefferson. What's that kid's name? They got uh, Jared Allen is a big guy. They got some foreign guy named Curix or Curic or something like that. Who? Um, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe they still have Damari Carroll as well. They do. They got Kenneth Fareed now. Uh, Joe Harris. Well, they at least they're gonna be able to shoot the ball. They definitely got Shabazz Napier. Okay. That curious. Uh, Ryan. I ain't even gonna try to try that name, but I know who you're talking about though. Curious. Yeah. Six nine. Forward. Yeah. Okay. I think that's yeah. they're, they're gonna be a league pass team. They definitely gonna be a league pass team this year. For me. Um speaking of young guys, um who you who's your prediction for rookie of the year? Actually, hold on, let me let me look at the draft real quick so I can remember who <laughs> got drafted. Okay. I'll I'll just go ahead and go with my pick. Um Right now, I have to say, from what I've seen this year, it's going to be Luka Doncic. Um, the dude, he, I had this conversation with you off air. I said, when I seen him play, he reminded me like of the same cloth as like a not tough not toughness wise but what he can do once he catches the rebound and push and go and he got a lot of sauce to his game but because of his size and his ability to grab a rebound and go he's got like a Draymond type of feel but he's more of a guard than Draymond and LeBron those Look at, those guys looking at this I was reminded that um the Spurs drafted Lonnie Walker, hmm. who will probably play a key role now with um, Murray out because hmm. he he actually played well playing point guard at Miami hmm. with the ball in his hand. But as far as my rookie of the year prediction, I would say for me it would be between Luca. Kevin Knox and um, I don't know how to say dude's middle name. Shy I'm just gonna call him Shy Alexander. Okay. I'm gonna say this because I think the Clippers are gonna be sniffing around the playoffs. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What I don't understand is like Dallas, they have a lot of pieces. They have like stuff there. You know what I'm saying? They got Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, Dennis Smith, um, Harrison Barnes, and they got Luca. Cluster. Yeah, and you got you got yeah, whole faithful. Dude. I mean dirt. So like 
I think of nothing else, they're going to be exciting to watch, especially if you got a, a, a guard on your team like that's ex, ex, as explosive as Dennis, as Dennis Smith. You're going to be a much must watch team like every night because you never know what the dude going to do. But now they got him hey, and Luca. I mean, can you see them sniffing no. around the playoffs? No. No? No. No. Not yet. And they got is Rick Car- Carlisle still there? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, why they aren't some you know projected to even like get close and be in the middle of the pack of the people that didn't get in the playoffs this year. Like, I don't know. Hopefully they uh, make an improvement, but they still have all their picks, so this might be another year that they need to suck. So. Uh, moving on, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, Brendan Allen. Wow. wow. See. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I'll let you think. I'll let you think on that. Mine. I'm, a- I'm gonna go with Rudy Gobert. Go with Kawhi. Mm. Back in the saddle. I dig it. Um, yeah, I can see Kawhi happening. Him him locking back in this year. And I, they're going to be a high high seed in the East. Get a lot of TV time. Yeah, I can see that happening. I'm going to go with him as comeback player of the year as well. Ooh. I don't even have a comeback player. Shit. Um, most improved player. This may sound like a homer pick, but I'm going to say Frank Nettatina. Ooh. I can dig it. I can dig it. My pick is B.I., man. I got to go with Brandon Ingram. He in a better situation. He, gonna, he got a lot of room to just freelance. All you got to do is cut to the bucket, dog, and I'm going to hit you. Like that's his situation. He got to play defense, give effort, which he does. Yeah, I can see him. I can see him. I can see a five to seven point uh, improvement in scoring scoring average this year. Uh, but yeah, I, I got Brandon Ingram. Hey, I got a comeback player of the year for you. Who? Gordon Hayward. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the easiest. Way, that's the easiest way to go. Uh, Kawhi. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on. Alright, we back rolling. Um so you got Kawhi. Kawhi is your comeback player. I'm gonna take that alley oop and I'm gonna go Gordon Hayward for real. Um because he had it. his shit was just gruesome and it was on a national televised game. He definitely gonna have the sympathy play for him to come back and get that award this year. Uh, who you got for coach of the year, dog? Coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with the safe bet and say Steve Kerr. Word. Why you pick him? 
because I think Golden State is gonna walk through this this year's season. Do you think the league has some type of like Golden State fatigue when it comes to those awards? Like, because I mean, none of us said MVP award and anything like that. You know what I mean? Well, we haven't. I mean, we haven't got that far yet. But um, of of course, because they've dominated for the last four years. You know, everybody's a little, starting to get a little tired. They want to see them get knocked off, but. I think what what you don't what a lot of people don't they take for granted is we haven't seen a run consistently like that for a while. I mean, you could say Miami, but we haven't seen one that was organic or semi-organic since Lakers. Right. And that wasn't very long. That was I think that was like right at 4 years. So you might have to go back to like the Bulls. I'm thinking it was Bulls. That's what I. I mean, the Spurs had that long stretch, but they didn't have like a four-year straight finals or nothing like that. Right. Um. I, I can dig that. I can dig that answer. Um. That's yeah. That 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 that's the answer makes sense. But it's like. I didn't pick them because I like. I feel like the league has. It's kind of like LeBron fatigue. You know what I'm saying? That's how they feeling towards the Warriors now. So, um, I picked Brad Stevens. That's that's almost like an annual guy that you're gonna gonna be talking about. Just yeah. like it was like. And my my backup pick was Quinn Snyder. That's a good pick. I really like Quinn Snyder. I like what he does with Utah. They just gotta get. They just gotta get that 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 next push. And uh, I think they, they're gonna do great things for a long time. All right, finally. Yeah, I could see another like uh, lesser team who who pushes up higher, like a, a Miami or Indiana, if they're able to get up in like a four or five slot. I could see Spolstra and McMillan being mentioned, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll actually win it. Okay. All right. Now we're going to the Big Dog Award. Who do you have as your MVP? I'm sorry. Who do you have as your MVP candidate this year? Um. Again, I'm gonna kind of go with the obvious pick. Um. And go with KD. I think KD shows out. And like I said, I think Golden State walks through the regular season. That That's another name that we didn't mention, but I could see him being in the top three for Defensive Player of the Year is uh, Draymond. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I think, I think Steph Curry has another career year. Like, I... I don't see a whole. I like I, we've talked about. I don't see Houston being as much of a threat this year because they lost a lot of their their defensive. Um, yeah, they definitely they're definitely going to take a step back this year. Um, fire Houston, fire Houston. Um, my pick. Yo, oh, I seen something today. 
uh, Clay's, he's talking about he's not going to take a um, discount. Did you see that? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, that's that's. We got to put a pin in that, but that's gonna be that's gonna come up here uh, before the season is over. Well, it was probably gonna come up all through the season, but yeah. Um, my pick, I got Kawhi winning MVP this year. Hmm. Just something, something's telling me Kawhi. As far as the clay thing, um, I don't. See, I see Golden State paying him. I see. I see KD leaving. Most definitely. That was the conversation I was I was gonna go with, but I didn't want to do that. But yeah, I think that's that's the that the shoe the other shoe the other shoe dropping is KD leaving. I think I think it's very important to ownership, especially with them going to uh, San Francisco next year to keep Clay Steph. And Draymond. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't have anything else, man. I try to keep it under a half hour. We did a great job. Uh, Mike, we will call you on the next call. You will be part of that. I know you don't get off. You ain't got off work yet. But, um, Curse, give him your social, man. Your your social medias. <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting on my social security. <laughs> That's the new social security is, is your socials. <laughs> Everything is uh at Beats by Sicario. It's Beats X Sicario. That's dope. Uh Br intelligence, everything, man. Um Yeah, I have nothing else I wanted to talk about. I mean, we got a long season. The games are about to come on in 15 minutes, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, what are you trying to do this next week? Yep. All right. We'll see y'all next week, man. Peace out. Thanks for the. Thanks for being on the call, Kirsch. All right. All right, now.